0: Welcome to the Televerse streaming in place.
1: This is bar. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to streaming in place. And it is a, a long awaited day, and it is a less long awaited but still celebratory day because, first of all, we've gotten to an episode that I've been excited for us to get to for since we started the podcast. Um, just for one montage. And then we've all it's also less <laughs> long awaited uh because it's the triumphant return as always of Latoya Ferguson who thank you so much. It's been only a few episodes but we still we miss you when you're not here. So oh, thank much uh, much appreciated that you're joining us t- today for our conversation. So let's start as we always do when you when you pop in uh, Latoya um catch us up with what you've been yelling at, at your podcasting <laughs> device <laughs> about the past uh, several episodes. See.
2: Uh I just uh happy yelling um at Noel for the last episode where he started asking, How long has it been? How much time is going uh with the Chloe uh Pierce relationship, which I again ask in this episode. uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh I I had to be vague about what I meant when I brought that up uh earlier, but now I can say, like, seriously, how long have they been dating? Uh, <laughs> how much time is going? Why won't they like put a clock in the corner of the screen so we know or something? Um let's see.
3: I do want like a relationship countdown clock now. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah. Uh,
2: Let's see. Not yelling at the podcast, but like I was trying to go back because I haven't been watching any episodes really of anything. Um, So I went back and like it was episode twelve when uh, Fierce is explaining, you know, that Sinner Man was his right hand man, blah 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 blah. Uh, But I'm like, it still doesn't explain why did the quote unquote Sinner Man need Lucifer to kill him? Because that was the whole thing where he's like, I need you to kill me. Answer me. (laughs) Answer me, someone. Okay,
1: okay, here's my theory with that. I've been thinking about that. I don't think there's any spoilers in this, because I don't think this comes back again ever in the show. Well, to <laughs> but be fair, th-
3: yeah. also, do Alice and I really care about spoilers regarding the Cinnamon Man at this point? No, you know. no,
2: <laughs> no. It's no. a, it's a no. Palmetto situation. Yeah. It, well,
3: well no, he, at least it
0: was fun to joke about Palmetto. That's,
1: that's what I was going to get to. But um, I believe <laughs> the idea is supposed to be that... He went rogue and he was like, because we're supposed to, he obviously he knows who Cain is, right? He knows that he's Cain yes. or he knows that he doesn't die or something, you know? Yes. And so he thinks at some part, I think we're supposed to think that he decided he was Cain and so he couldn't die. And for some reason, like Lucifer had to be the one, Lucifer might be able to actually kill him. And that's why it had to be him. That's what my head is justifying. And there's very little on screen for that to make sense. But, and maybe it's just because that actor is very good, but I believed him when he said that. So I think that he thought it was true. He wanted to die and Lucifer had to be the one to kill him. And that's what I've come up with as to, uh, like a reason. Does that make any sense? Or have I completely fabricated all of that? I
2: think, it almost makes sense. I will. I feel, I feel like I can feel, fill in the blanks for your blanks now yeah. okay. uh, to make it make sense. Okay, so we're saying Pierce is actually the Sinner Man. And then his accomplice became so delusional, he believed he was the Sinner Man. So in theory, when he was saying kill me, he's like, he's saying kill Kane mm-hmm. is what he's saying. Yes. So that makes slightly more sense if you think of it that way. Yeah, I think. I don't know.
1: Marcus says, <laughs> I thought it was some strange plot to try and force the devil to kill someone because angels are not, are supposed to not kill humans.
2: But then, I, I, I get that in a sense, but then, like, I want the follow up to, like, why he specifically wanted to see what happens if an angel kills a human, you know? Yeah. And we don't get that at all. You
1: know, because, you know,
2: he's, because he's dead. <laughs> um,
1: so, yes, there are many problems. And that's why I, I wanted to pivot that up really quick since it came up. Um, I think, actually, this is much worse than, than Palmetto. Because Palmetto was stupid. But, like, Rankin's performance was good. There were some interesting things they were playing with. It was lots of engaging with tropes. And it didn't last
2: so long. Yeah, I don't think there were any loose ends in Palmetto. I don't think there were any loose ends like there are here. which is
3: Well, yeah, because I don't know if you guys remember, but Dan and Mays killed a guy together. (laughs) (laughs) So there were no loose ends.
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think... Palmetto was, in addition to the jokes, was comprehensible, stupid, but comprehensible in a way that you could be like, well, that's implausible. But it is clear what the story is saying, even if I think that it's dumb. This is like, I don't actually know what the story is saying and it's dumb. Yeah. And I I just cannot imagine... That what, this episode, by the way, I don't want to speak for Noel, but for me, so, I'm sorry, I have to take back what I said yesterday, 100% overhyped. Uh-huh, yeah. um, I went into this thinking, oh God, what a relief. There's going to be an episode of Lucifer that feels like, Lucifer, again, this is going to be such fun. And you're right, that montage is an all-timer. I had a great time. But yeah, there's just entirely too much Chloe and Pierce for me to be like, yes, this episode. Um So putting that aside, is the story of this season, there's a serial killer who knows a lot about divine entities, but also is not a serial killer and is in fact an immortal cop. And his only hope for dying is to get a human woman to fall in love with him.
3: Before the last Rose Petal Falls, yes.
0: Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. How on earth did we get from the Sinner Man, boo, to Beauty
2: and the Beast? I mean, because, yeah, the Sinner Man, again, I, I, in a way I'm happy it's it's in the rear view, but it's in the rear view without us really understanding what happened.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Marcus says um, Palmetto is less all-encompassing for the show, and that's very true. So like you could it was that was one corner of it, but there was other stuff going on, and it was at least connected to like that characters to 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 Malcolm's uh like stuff he was dealing with in his trauma from hell, not everything about the show, and this is is very center to. Everything but the Charlotte corner of the show right now, and yeah, um, and he says that that she literally started singing Tale as Old as Time." <laughs> what tomfoolery! Yes, so here's the thing about um, we are gonna talk about that montage, and frankly, a lot of this episode I had forgotten. I remembered the... Basically, I remembered the good scenes. I remembered the montage. I remembered the whole Bones thing, which is amazing. And But in my memory, the <laughs> Bones thing lasted for much longer. Like it was a much bigger part of the episode. And I remembered the confrontation stuff with, with Maze and Lucifer and really liking that. And I didn't... Re- I, I knew that there was Chloe Pierce stuff, but I didn't remember as much about all of that stuff. So, why does like first of all it speaks about the character of Kane that he sees he sees Lucifer and Chloe having a moment like a few episodes ago and he says I want that and then literally decides he's going to get that meaning he's going to get Chloe not like find like a connection with someone and have that I mean you know we're supposed to ship it but he's like no literally I'm going to just get that
2: relationship well, and he then, thinks Chloe is the key based on his files. But why? Because he already tried. The, so yeah, okay. So he has to. He tried it, but there was no feelings there, and now he thinks that's the thing. The key is the feelings.
1: The key is the feelings. So if he, okay, so we're supposed to believe. And again, this gets back to Latoya, like you were saying earlier. And I was thinking about you when we were talking about this the other day. The timeline being a big issue, but um, so he thinks that if he gets Chloe to fall in love with him that will get rid of his mark and that he
3: falls in love with her he makes a sacrifice for her but like that's what he realizes like later i'm assuming or like he doesn't realize it but it's what happens
1: yeah so like
2: why like that doesn't make it just doesn't make any sense i i think it, that at least makes sense though I don't, I don't, well, I guess I don't think
1: that you can decide you're going to fall in love with someone and they're going to fall in love with you. And that actually works.
2: Well, I don't think he decided that he was going to fall in love with her. He decided he was going to make her fall in love with him. Because again, this is a selfish man. So this is his plan. Going to make her fall in love with me. Going to make her say, I love you. Thanks a lot for uh, helping him with that one, Uh, Ella. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Going to bribe her child with chocolate cake. And then for like the first time ever. Yeah. Then like for the first time ever, he like feels some guilt and that ends up being the key. So,
0: yeah. LaToya, what you're saying is this is the rare Beauty and the Beast, She's All That, mm-hmm. seven hybrid? Yes. Okay. Um, Too many here's, things. Here's, here's <laughs> my thing. Um, if If Pierce needed to love and be loved in return in order to break the curse why wasn't that the story the whole time? Why did it start with a serial killer?
2: <laughs> that's why I was like, why are you drawing it out so long? Uh, like, what? I don't... I...
0: the Is the... Mm, it's, see, it's we're back the, to that problem place.
2: Because I think the problem is also, like, the length of the season. And if it were shorter, we would, like... I don't know why we need Cinder at all, but, like, if we're gonna have a Cinder at least it would have been quicker. But, yeah, Yeah. I also just... That's not how love works.
1: <laughs> or, like... <laughs> If yeah,
0: I mean hey, granted that's not that can how it be love different works. for everyone. But if it's is, is he the the broken hearts
3: killer too? No <laughs> N- because that, it's not that would have been a better twist. This... I was hunting myself the whole time. <laughs> a whole very solid adaptation, adaptation.
0: And that's where he got the idea for the Gaslighting Angel of San Bernardino thing because he was secretly killing
2: That wasn't his idea. That was Maze's idea. That was Maze's
0: He okay. So
2: May's got the idea
0: from listening to Pierce tell his tale of when he used to wake up, sleepwalk in the middle of the night to murder uh, young lovers meeting (laughs) twixt starry skies. Yes, I um just can't with this entire story. When Chloe said, "It's my favorite. It's my second favorite kind of six pack." My soul (laughs) left my body.
2: Uh, Um, Let me find the part. I I addressed it in my review. Actually, (laughs)
3: please, please tell me. Tell me me find that. that. And Uh, also, we all know her favorite too. type of six pack is like a six pack of wine, like <laughs> a six a really... pack
2: of um of
0: iced tea coconut. What green tea coconut green water? Green tea coconut water. No, that's yeah. Maze's second favorite kind of six pack.
2: Uh, I guess I I didn't uh, uh, um I guess I didn't reference it, but someone in the comments did, and they're like I threw up in my mouth a lot. Couldn't I? Couldn't
0: I? Was like I just. Who is this person? Who is this character? It's not the person. Well, maybe if Chloe had said that and then been like, (laughs) that was weird. Why did I say that? Maybe. Maybe. There was one scene in this episode where Chloe actually felt like Chloe, and it was when she was talking to Trixie. And and it was about Pierce. Also, I have a proposal, which is that I think Lucifer from now on should just name all of its season-long characters we're supposed to care about but don't actually care about malcolm and that with a different <laughs> with a different p and i know that palmetto is not actually his last name however it could be malcolm palmetto and then malcolm pierce and then like Mal- it, it, it could have been malcolm hale that's fine i would have sacrificed the name charlotte but actually we cared about her so dismiss that that yes. is that is my this is how i'm amusing myself when i'm watching lucifer now is i'm thinking about how they should all be named malcolm
2: well i didn't mention the six-pack line which i'm surprised honestly i did put in my straight observations um The real best part of this episode is the fact that Chloe Pierce apparently only have sex with all their clothes on. They're both never (laughs) nudes, apparently.
0: Also, that's not how walls work. I, that I know that Noel has some issues with this police station, but there is zero chance that the evidence locker would be so unsecured that if they were having sex against the wall, it would be knocking shelves off in I a mean, he's lab. A strong
2: man, he has a strong man. Oh, I, I've heard that maybe he
0: has large arms. I don't know if the show has mentioned it.
2: You didn't notice in that last scene. yeah I still love this episode, uh save for um again, I don't know how long they've been dating. why is the uh I love you even like on the table right now yeah, it's yeah. so weird, it's so weird It's like have you been dating a month, maybe maybe yeah how old are how old are is everyone? <laughs>
1: It's not like they've established, like, a pattern of her overcommitting to things too quickly. Like, if anything, with mm-hmm. Lucifer, she's been very tentative and like, reading the situation as their dynamic keeps shifting, right? If we had gotten a sense that, like, she and Dan got together really quickly, you know, when they, and got serious really quickly,
3: mm-hmm. like, then
1: maybe that would make more sense, but we have no reason to, to think that. And, I mean, when you add in... I mean, you, when you add in the fact that she's talking about being hesitant because, you know, it's the first serious person she's dated since Dan and with Trixie and those are complicated things. And how much Pierce is gaslighting her throughout this. Um, it's just really hard to enjoy or even, like, it's it's nice to see Chloe smiling and happy, right? But I can't even enjoy that because it's tied up with all these other things that don't make any goddamn sense to the character. Um and so then that just again takes me back into La Troya, since you're you're here for this episode, I want to know what
2: you think about it. Are we supposed to like Pierce at all? I I really don't think we're supposed to like him. I feel like even like as episodes progress, they show even more just how selfish and manipulative he he's is. He's terrible. And like, he's and, the worst. Yeah. Um and like Ella, bless her heart uh, she wants to see something good in him, but there's nothing good in him. He is not a good man. Like he does one good thing at the end of this episode, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, no, he is uh, not a good man. And I, I I was calling that out too in my reviews uh, at this point. Uh, it yeah. just, it really, the time frame, it, it it's, I hate like just saying it over and over again, but like that really is the biggest hindrance for this, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like not even talking about like Welling and German's like chemistry or anything. Just like, I don't know how long they're supposed to have been dating at all. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It drives me
1: insane. Uh, Marcus says it feels like he's been drugging her with something that makes her more amenable to him because she is not acting like Chloe. And, it's yeah. six-pack
3: pheromones. Mm. <laughs> well, it's
1: I bizarre. mean, <laughs>
2: considering how Dan was uh, when we, like, in season one, <laughs> I can see her being into Pierce. Uh, unfortunately, maybe not the best-tasted men.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, yeah, Keenan says also girls had a six-pack before.
1: Dan. And yeah, Dan is ripped.
3: Yeah, and let's talk about, like, Dan a little bit here because... Poor Dan. Oh, poor Dan. (laughs) Poor Dan. I mean, he looks
0: great. I'm so happy for him
3: that he looks so good.
0: Um, But God, he is having a rough go of it. And he's being such a good sport. He's being way better about... Chloe inexplicably falling in love with her boss and suddenly becoming a completely different person than Lucifer is. And what he gets as a reward is a threat to call the police. (laughs) So he has to hold his police back and then he drops it and he can't pick it up because then it would be his his butt cheeks.
3: Like, I don't... And Charlotte piecing out by doing a shot and going...
2: Oh, God. (laughs) I really... I love the moment when I originally watched it. I love it here. Like when he, he tells Charlotte, I like how weird you are. Cause it's so yes. genuine. And it's so true. Yes. I, I like that. He likes her because she's weird mm-hmm. and isn't like turned off by that. It's yeah. really yeah. sweet.
1: Yeah. Um, Keenan says, I stand Dan's abs. Yeah. yeah. Checks out. The, then, then the, the detective douche nickname has never made sense to me. Dan isn't a douche. He's just a doof. He was a douche and in season one. <laughs> he was a douche
3: in season one. Yeah. He, he was not great. In season oh y'all. Four. I have the best idea. Okay. Um, Put Dan on Legends of Tomorrow. (laughs) (gasps) Yeah. He and, him and, he and Nate would just. She and Nate would out. be
0: it. They would have so much fun together. Yeah. Put it, move Dan. I, first of all, get Linda to treat literally everyone, especially Gideon. And then <laughs> second. Oh, I was going to say,
2: especially Sarah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sarah, I mean, ob- I assume that Sarah has at least two therapists. And then uh, on top of all of that, then bring Dan over. G- clearly you don't actually need superpowers to be on the wave rider. So he could, his superpower could be like uh pudding, God, you would love Gideon being able to fabricate endless pudding. True. True. It would be very good. It would be very fun.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about, so we we like the Charlotte stuff here. I like the yeah. Charlotte stuff here. I like the amenity stuff. Mm-hmm. I liked all of that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that that's what Charlotte's brain was, is like, oh, I can do whatever I want. I've got yeah. to get yeah. into heaven free card. And it's like, oh sweet baby and just the heartbreak of her
2: her realizing yeah uh, this the second i thought i was fine i like went back to like how i used to be like and like
3: double down a lot like my partner pointed out that it was the same in diamond guy from like a couple episodes ago and it's just like oh this is all very good and then no no you you, you've just racked up so many bad place points now
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um okay so then let's talk about let's talk about lucifer And, because I actually have liked some of the stuff he's been getting. Uh, I I don't like the Chloe and Pierce of it all, but I like some of the beats that they've been giving him. I liked his, like, I mean, it's been very on the nose, but that's okay. Uh, Because, like, his, his, like, I can't be all super controlling about who Chloe dates since I refuse to pursue a romantic relationship with her myself. Mm -hmm. So, actually, I'm being a creepy, like, you know, stalker type person. I need to... (laughs) Chill the fuck out. I've appreciated her get. I appreciate Lucifer getting some beats like that and these recent episodes. I like what you know him. I like what he's where he's at in this one, even though like it's mostly played for ridiculous comedy. But and it's I mean. In in the Culosic bunker, we have gotten to the point where we just roll our eyes every time amenity and Lucifer just start talking so incredibly self-involved about how everything is about them and how it's about their relationship with their father. And no, really, it's about
2: my relationship with father. I I do love the moment when when they're doing that and they're just both pacing back and forth in Lucifer's bedroom. That's really good. Yeah. Um, So I actually like some of the stuff that
1: that Lucifer has been getting um, and like sort of him having to deal with some of this stuff. Uh, How do you guys feel about that part of it?
3: I really like it here because of, like, A, the broad comedy, but B, also of how Ellis being disheveled and strung out and everything feels like a shift in, like, Lucifer being strung out and everything feels like a shift in terms of where he is mentally. Because the the, the big problem I have with it is that it's still the same song. Just, it's the same song, and I really need them to play something different. Mm -hmm. Um, But doing, like, it in a different, um, whatchamacallit, uh, chord, key, whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm not the musician here, um, (laughs) provides, like, a little bit of difference, and I'm very happy for that. I'm not happy to, again, have to complain about the fact that if you're going to do In the Air tonight, just do In the Air tonight. I don't need a slow jam cover of In the Air tonight. (laughs) In the the Air tonight costs money, No. (laughs) we've had this conversation already i know know. which is weird that we've had this conversation twice on this podcast but they've done it twice now yes
2: I, i did note that in my review too uh again i will suggest my review for this episode because i think i think this one holds up at least
0: you know i will say i would prefer a slow jam cover of in the air tonight which is already a slow jam you don't need a slow jam cover of it but exactly yeah i would prefer that to lucifer doing a slow jam cover of in the air tonight which is where i was worried when i started hearing it i was like no 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 please no please no and then it didn't so that was a relief anyway Noel, back to you
3: yeah so i I think all of it like helps make this feel different or differentiated i guess is probably the better word um from everything else because it's still my father and all this sort of stuff over and over and over again yes no my accents are terrible good chloe impression Noel. thanks (laughs) (laughs) Um it it's is boring at this point because there's nothing new there, um, really. Um, but when you see him like teetering on the teetering on for him, like this weird edge, this manic edge, it's really good. It's different. So I appreciated it. The only thing that I really have against it is that he watched all of Bones and did not realize that the guy who did it was actually on Bones in season eight, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It's
2: very, it's very good. It's very good. <laughs> they, they found one episode and they cast that actor, which again, I think is brilliant. They, like, they didn't double check to make sure he wasn't in another episode.
3: And in their defense, everybody's been on Bones. It's basically law and order. Everyone's <laughs> been on law and order. If you were in New York, everyone's been on bones. If you were in Los Angeles, <laughs> the,
1: the fact that they took like, they're like, okay, here's what we're going to work into this episode. All these arcing things that we're dealing with. But also uh, Coke, uh, lots of uh, energy drinks, Fight Club, Ikea, (laughs) tricycles, obviously orgies, and a Bones Marathon. I love that. As As the
3: come down, which is the correct thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, because
1: in my head, like, he, he was calling her booth for, like... (laughs) <laughs> the episode not just that one scene and yeah. I, I i want that to have been the case it obviously it's not
2: Why but her, like him to call her booth all the time actually yeah,
1: yeah i always appreciate i appreciate when the the cop not the cop shows are more self-aware about that stuff mm-hmm. um so i always enjoy that
2: but yeah uh, and uh because this montage was of course so well received uh, after it aired um there was a similar type of montage in season four as well
0: what I want is three episodes from now for them to be working on a case or whatever and then Lucifer will say wait a minute I know this one this happened on bones it's definitely the pharmacist like make that a runner let Lucifer refer to his knowledge of bones for the rest yeah. of the show
2: It was in the episode The Pharmacist in the Shed
0: <laughs> I did remember the
1: intern in the incinerator I I have yeah and the that's first one was watching a, was like That's a
2: classic Bones episode that's why they
1: chose it <laughs> It's a good one, yeah. It's a good one. Um, do, well, let's talk about Maze and Lucifer. How do you guys feel about her beats here? Everyone knows dancing. I'm
3: I'm not dancing. I'm doing like a. He I can't don't decide. Say anything. I want Allison to talk first. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna go. Let's you <laughs> go. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Um, I'm going to not defend Maze's actions in this episode, but go back real quick and defend uh, a lot of her actions. Because uh, again, I've been looking through, like, my past reviews and, like, remembering where I was and, like, the headspace for that. And, like, I understand a lot of Maze's behavior because I, like, honestly, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, relate to it very strongly, uh, which is that's a me problem, really. Um, but uh, as I wrote in my review here, uh, let's see. Hold on one second. Let me just double check. Uh, let's see. After all of her acting out in the amount of deal, Linda's situation and with Lucifer's refusal to take her back to hell... Maze's behavior in this episode is finally rather indefensible. Uh, she's a freaking demon; doesn't count as a defense. She actively betrays Lucifer, which is a big no-no for her, and takes a sick mo- amount of pleasure in both that and potentially causing Chloe emotional pain. She even wears fake wigs, fake fake wings, just to pull this off. And for what? For Lucifer to send her back to hell? He's not going to give her what she wants, not like this. Um, and what about when she pretends to reconcile with Chloe? Uh, Maze doesn't appear to be coming from a place of hurt or anger anymore. It all just seems like pure unadulterated hatred, an adulterated hatred. And I also acknowledge that Pierce has warped her mind and convinced her that like all, all of her doubt uh, was real about like about these people. Um, but uh, so she's filling the role she believes everyone truly sees her as. But she has to take responsibility for these actions eventually. So, uh, and I also say uh, this is probably the first time, like when we watch Maze, obviously we have a lot of like oh, Maze moment when she does things that, you know, aren't uh, socially acceptable. Um, I would say here, Leslie Ann Brent plays Maze probably for the first time ever as like amazingly chilling when she's like revealing her plan to Lucifer. Um, and yeah, so I do not defend anything that she does in this episode. And that just shows kind of how far gone she is. Uh, and I understand a lot of what brought Maze uh, to the point she is in this season. But uh, obviously, this is unforgivable. So to see how... They do it for the rest of the season is the the question, you know? Well, she's actively betraying Chloe, too, here, right? Like, she called Chloe
1: specifically to use those buzzwords to nudge her towards Pierce, so.
0: Uh, I will say I laughed really hard when she said, I learned it from sex. Um, (laughs) That was a very good, well-timed punchline. Yeah, it's... I struggle a little bit because... uh, What's the legal term that gets trotted out in legally blonde um, fruit of the poisonous tree yeah um I say it too much yeah yeah. (laughs) it's um I I like this individual storyline I love I mean and by that I mean of course I hate it and that I'm supposed to hate it but I think it's very effective um because it just you don't like to see a character you care about go so far off the rails that they become someone you don't want to root for or care about anymore um but it just i have such a hard time <laughs> accepting that this all comes from the fact that for a while dr linda and amenadiel were boning like but I, I just
2: i i i, I, I double checked like my like my review so i like don't spoil anything uh, of course with this like and i uh, when i was writing this i never th- thought it was like about the relationship at all um like her issues stem from feeling excluded specifically, and that's what happens when your two friends date. And it's a uh, again <laughs> a me problem, but like I've I've had these kind of feelings before too when two of oh, friends so date, have like, I. They, they leave yeah. you behind. And like Maze's issue is, and that was uh, also in the last episode, I believe, is that no one ever chooses her as their number one, like Trixie does. But like Trixie is a child. Like, no one who, in theory, is her age or no one who is, like, her peer ever chooses her. And that drives, like, at least in Hell, she didn't have to think about that kind of stuff, you know? And here, it's just, she's forced to deal with it and she's just tired of dealing with it. And that, I think, makes a lot of sense. I
0: agree, but I feel like that is what they established in the episode where Maze first asks Linda to not do this. And then since then, it's just sort of been a general wash of resentment and anger right up until that more clarifying scene at the end of the last episode. Right? So it just doesn't feel all that whole or developed, Um, which is too bad because I think this does feel whole and developed. I buy that May's, Would, as she does in so many things, if she's going to do something, she does it all the way, right? She jumps in with both feet. So of course, if she's going to do a heel turn, she would lean into it. I will say I kept expecting her to be like, wait, 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 what is your plan with Chloe and getting angry? Because like sure i'm mad at her but you don't get to emotionally devastate my friend um
3: that's my job
0: <laughs> right mm-hmm. uh so that was um i think especially distressing Is i kept waiting for that to happen and when it didn't i was like oh okay this is real this is a problem mm-hmm.
2: i think part of the issue is that uh, also that you know linda is technically her therapist too uh, but she obviously can't uh, get therapized in this situation because Linda's part of the problem, in her in her eyes, at least. Right.
1: Well, the other thing for me is that, again, this goes back to the timeline, she felt excluded and not picked, and like, you know, for th- three weeks? Right? So how many hangs did she miss out on in that three weeks? Right? And, and then Linda went above and beyond to try to make it
2: right. After and fucking she, up when Mace told yeah. her not to fuck up.
1: Yeah. Right? So, like, it's just not proportionate, and they have. If it's not going to be a proportionate response, then they need to do more examining as to the motivations yeah. of that. And they've filled in some of that gap. Like I, like I said earlier, I really liked uh, in previous episode. I really liked the her with Lucifer when she's like when Lucifer won't take her back home. Um, that scene, like that, filled in quite a number of gaps. And it's like there, there've been these little pieces of it, but they needed to be established earlier, and they needed to be established with more consistency and more self-awareness from her that she like knows that she's lashing out and she probably shouldn't, but she's just really, really angry. And that's part of her personality. Is that like extreme emotion? And that would really have helped, I think.
0: You know, I think maybe, and this is just occurring to me now, so I haven't thought it all the way through, but I wonder if maybe the sort of original sin in this storyline, which again is working right now, but I feel like has it's been fumbled so frequently along the way that I'm having a hard time just sort of leaning in and going with it is actually not in Maze's response because Maze is so volatile and irrational. And she does have like a great deal of emotional immaturity because she is essentially an earth seven year old. And all of that is a really interesting place to start from. It's actually Linda's reaction that I'm having a hard time with because The idea that Linda's response to this would be to lie and hide it is a human thing, but that she doesn't at some point say like, "Okay, but listen, this is not an appropriate response for you to have with me. And here, like, these are the reasons why this is like, I understand why it's a violation for you. And this is why it's a violation for me, because it somehow just has no one told her that this isn't an okay response for her to have that you don't get to own your friends and determine who they can and can't
2: love i i, I agree with you on that as uh, I, I feel like i mean obviously they all like uh, obviously um Maze is handling it poorly but again it's like that emotional maturity linda and both of them handle it very poorly but yeah it's like there's who is going to tell her this like lucifer unfortunately is a very bad friend to Maze. he's not going <laughs> to tell her uh, Maze is not talking to Chloe about this, so like, I don't know. I don't even know if she would listen to Chloe told her, you know. Um, and basically, when she's talking to Trixie about it, she's kind of just telling her side too. So uh, about people you can't trust. So it's if only there was someone else that Maze could talk to, but of course there's not, and that's uh, one of her issues.
3: She could talk to Dan. <laughs> Everyone should talk to Dan. Everyone
2: yeah. should
0: talk to. Everyone Dan. should talk to Dan. He's doing great. Dan is doing great. Dan is doing the work. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Dan.
1: Yes, yes ending his way to a better
2: self.
0: He definitely has a therapist. He definitely has a he therapist got, who he is got, not <laughs> Linda.
2: <laughs> he, he, he's like, "Oh, so you guys all go to Dr. Linda, right?" I uh, know who I'm not going to. Yeah, no shit. Um well,
1: Keenan Marcus and Scotty, if you have any other thoughts on this episode, drop them into the chat. Um otherwise, let's wrap up our conversation here uh, with a quick question. There are four episodes left of this arc. There are six Uh episodes left in this season. The next two episodes are basically like, well, they're, they're discrete episodes, but they function as a two-parter. And then the last two function as a two-parter. Y'all should we change our format and just binge this shit?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Binge this shit. So we would do an episode about all four? Or can, two and two. Can, it
1: depends on what you guys want to do. It seems like two I will be and up for two, two and me. two. Like mm-hmm. two tomorrow. I'm gonna and look, look two through on, the episode. Two again. on Monday.
3: Um, Should it or, be
0: two, two, and two?
3: Yeah, and then the last two standalones.
0: I'm good with that.
3: Yeah, and I, as opposed to binging, I prefer the term inspecting the narrative co- narrative of the the show. Just like how Trump, you know, inspects bunkers. Shut up, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even my joke. That's someone else's joke uh, that I follow on Twitter, and she's very funny. Um, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, no, it's not mainlining. It's just inspecting the narrative of this show, really. Thoroughly. Do you
2: want to know? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the next two episodes, based on my my, my, my grades, uh, let's see. So let's see. These are bees. So I hated them, obviously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no, no, no! It was literally um, the first comment, like one of the first comments for this episode, which I gave an A minus. A-. Uh, someone like told me to shut up, and then I'm an idiot, and like you clearly hate the show, and like you don't know what it's about, and you like you should re- read this comment. It's, it's great. I, like you gave the show like, an,
1: You gave this one an A minus. Yes. You're so much nicer than me. I Keenan <laughs> saw that comment.
2: It was a lot. Ah, <laughs> oh, Keenan. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) right it was um and i had to reply because i was like this is just insane (laughs) uh yeah uh, again i think my review holds up for this episode uh as i defend it Um but yeah the next two episodes i remember being fine um having some issues again with how long have uh chloe and pierce been together and then like the last two episodes bumps up
3: um i'm fine to do that i think um yeah, it should be okay to do that. Okay. I still have like five episodes of sad Irish people to watch. I but I think I can handle it. You still have
1: all the episodes of sad Irish people to watch. <laughs>
3: Ugh. It's real good. But, oh, yay! Um, yeah, no. That's oh, for no, the podcast actually. this week. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, so that's what we're going to do. And, fortunately, the commenters are on board. <laughs> our, our Zoom friends, I should say. Uh, because we have... Uh, Keenan is still annoyed about the Divine Beauty and the Beast nonsense. <laughs> oh, just, again, just strap in. Um, Scotty says, <laughs> binge! <laughs> I'm I ready to leave this season, bless his heart. And Keenan says, great, right. and bless their heart.
2: The yeah, it's definitely better hard. binge, uh, Marcus, I agree. I, though yeah. I'm, I am excited to get into Season 4, because uh, Season 4 well, is... So well, okay.
1: And we will discuss whether we're going to actually do that when we get there. So first, oh no. <laughs> let's finish uh, this next bit. So for tomorrow, we will be watching two more, two episodes. And those two episodes are anything Pierce can do. I can do better. And all hands on Decker. <laughs> um, so more on that tomorrow.
2: I'm going to be so on mad. You. You.
0: I'm,
1: you
2: have DNA, you have DNA on, you. on you, which is brilliant. And I wonder if the network had any pushback on that one. <laughs>
0: Uh, I am going to have issues with the title of the next one I can tell you in advance because it breaks the rhyme I'm sorry <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> when we run out of things to talk about I'm just going to say that anything Pierce can do I can do better I can do anything better than Pierce just to, like doesn't yeah. it doesn't work it doesn't work
1: okay no, you can't okay don't worry you'll be reaching over the bar cart for something else about
2: something else tomorrow so oh
1: good great oh.
2: Oh yeah! Can't <laughs> yeah. wait. Let's do it. Uh, Yay! Okay. You're, well, you're thank you. Pouring bottles into your mouth as we're recording. Good thing I have this giant bottle of whiskey. I definitely yeah. want to be here to see this, so <laughs> I have to you tomorrow. Great, Latoya, tomorrow. Yay! Yeah. I'll show up for the rest of the season. How about that? That makes sense.
0: Oh, good! Yay! Please yeah. do. <laughs>
1: Thank you to Keenan and Marcus and Scotty. Everybody get some extra orange juice and vitamin C for help out your livers.
2: Um for tomorrow. Even though that's yeah. not a thing. It's I, I a have thing, a lemon but... in my red tonic if that if that helps. There you go.
1: And we'll see you guys all tomorrow. Thanks. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.